0: Morning, Andrew.
1: Good morning, Karen.
0: Week three, COVID, quarantine, isolation, and uh, this is going to be probably we're starting it off as a four pot four part uh, series uh, about how our office is doing during these COVID times. We're going to have a very technical series with our IT guy, but I thought this one would be a good one to just kind of be real and talk about the real stuff. uh, Maybe so people don't feel so all alone um, in this experience on a human level versus a technical level. So I'm going to start it off and then we're just going to free flow like we always do. And and that's kind of the point of this podcast is in a law firm like ours with quite a bit, you know, 13-ish lawyers and a total of 30 people or so in the law firm, we value being in person. We always have, and this is not going to change it. The fact that we can work remotely doesn't change the fact that we prefer to work in person and that we will always mostly work in person. Um, There is a lot of seminars right now going on of people that have, especially solo practitioners, people that are one or two-person law firm, saying well we've always been remote and uh, here's how to do it so the question's probably becoming well why aren't all attorneys why don't we just all go remote and maybe that's a bigger picture for the whole world hey we're all surviving uh right now we're in lockdown in washington state and only essential businesses are supposed to be operating uh so maybe that's the way that the world is going to be everyone's going to be in their own own home and own pod and These big buildings that have been built to house businesses, maybe those shouldn't have even been built. And maybe people are gonna start breaking leases and I'll start working from home. And our whole society is gonna change, go through a monumental shift where we don't even go to restaurants. Everything is takeout. Everything is an an Uber or Amazon drone society. We'll all live on our little cubicles, just like Blade Runner uh, or, or other futuristic Uh, post-apocalyptic movies. And the thought of that fills me honestly with a huge amount of dread because if nothing else, this should be a preview right now into a future that we don't really want because we are by nature a social creature. And tying this around to the office, the reason that we will always want to be together in some form or another is because of the synergy that and those moments of magic that are possible when you are with other people
1: i agree yeah i mean it you think about all the passing you, well you wouldn't have until now been thinking about all the passive interactions you had the the um the passing i guess interactions that you have with people throughout the day there's so many of them and i think whether almost no matter where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum most people get a little bit of energy out of even just being around other people um uh, during the day maybe not too much you know maybe some people have their limits and they prefer to be alone most of the time but there's so many of those interactions that uh, you, it's not until some, something like this happens when you realize how much uh, uh, that adds up and how much is missing. I mean, you know, I, I've, I'm very lucky. I have my family at home with me. But, you know, other than that, I'm interacting with, like, the bird that keeps running into my window over here. Like, for some reason, just wants to come inside. I, that, But that's, like, that's my passing interaction going through the hall. Not at the office right now. So,
0: yeah, Absolutely. we, we, um, so if you go into our Seattle office, for example, um, you'll it's a big open space. Uh, our, our the, the launching place of our law firm is this big open space with a couple chairs and some art books, and you know, beautiful, it's a beautiful space art, artistic, and then there's our, our reception area with Rachel, and I mean, that's just a joyful. to come into the office and see Rachel and say hi Rachel how are you you know hi Karen hi Andrew hi Jessica hi Lisa hi Ann Melanie Fred I mean everybody um Mm -hmm. it's kind of just a wandering place and then if you walk around the corner there's a table with the chess set on it and we just play chess with each other now some of us are way better chess than others.
1: Some of and us o- cheat,
0: and and other people. Yes, I've noticed some cheating going on, and uh, we play it by we play it without. It's not like one person against another. It's just like okay, pick a side. Pick a side. Although I think some people change sides, mm-hmm. and there could be some sabotage going on. But even that's funny. I mean, it's just these little moments of being able to interact. Connect with people that makes it a fun place to work, mm-hmm. and then of course we have our our copy room for the paper that we try not to copy, and we have a a, a really large uh, uh, lunch room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So those are just kind of examples of of things or fun things that places that we can move. But we also just walk in other people's offices, and for me the importance of all of this is our ability to create um we need as plaintiff lawyers to be extremely creative and and in a proactive way we are always trying to figure out how we can outwit the defense and get full justice for our clients and uh you know harness our angst or fury um into a productive creative process creativity is Something that you don't hear a lot of lawyers talk about. You think, oh, lawyers—they just fill out forms and they believe in rules and they follow the rules—and but it's not like that at all. <laughs> Especially for our cases, which are which are amazingly yeah. complex, some of them, and different.
1: Usually, the it's it's it can be hard to find inspiration for creativity just locked in your house. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, whether it's other people, whether it's going on a run, or you know, going to the gym—I mean, anything that you, you draw from when you're a creative person—I think you, you usually need brighter, broader horizons than the the walls of your house. Yeah, absolutely.
0: How are we going to survive this? Um, this—I mean, it was supposed to be two weeks. We've, of course, started this two weeks before, so. Yeah. We're we're at three weeks, uh, knowing it would be about five weeks, but it's most likely going to be probably closer to two months that we're going to be remoting in, and we prepared for that. We are we are ready for that. But how is it already? How is it going to affect not only us but other other law firms and just our clients who some some of them are. Um, do not have families and are not in houses.
1: I mean, I think we just don't know because this has never happened before, unfortunately, and we all just need to be very intentional about supporting uh, one another. Set, you know, it, we, there's no such thing as a spontaneous meeting anymore. You have to either arrange a video call or or you, I guess you could just call people up and see if they answer, but you have to make a lot more effort to make those connections. And I think some people may otherwise, uh, start to feel really isolated. Um, so it, you know, whether it's your staff, uh, clients, other uh, the lawyers, and, uh, we just gotta all, um, all make an effort for each other.
0: So Nala is pacing this room and was just throwing herself out against the door, trying to get Ann, who is, right. of course, not here.
1: Right.
0: She hates, uh, the coronavirus. Well, she likes it because she's by me, but she's really missing her stimulation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but she's being much better today because I have I have I have this. This is oh. a spray bottle. She doesn't like to be sprayed. I don't ever spray her. I just put it up on the Rachel came, put it on the other side of the door and I, I have it here next to me so she can see it. Do you, <laughs> it's use, a do you,
1: do you use vinegar?
0: When she was a little yeah. uh, puppy and wouldn't stop biting us and stuff like that, yeah. it's like You don't want to spank them, but you can't let them keep biting you. And um, so vinegar, water, Mm -hmm. you know, all it takes is like two or three squirts. And then they know they never want to do that again. And then you just just haul it around with you. I don't even know that this has vinegar in it. Probably not. The other thing she hates is um, um, I I experimented with the, uh, you know, the those those air the air orders yeah
1: you love your like your little keyboard cleaning yeah air guns.
0: Just, she hates the air gun so i just put it up on my desk when she can see it where she can see it yeah now she's being very good anyway um well as a as a person that values creativity um there are some aggravations here as a person that values uh pushing and fast and movement and et cetera, there's a lot of aggravation here. Mm -hmm. And I don't that's what I'm most concerned about. And I don't care if the defense lawyers hear us doing this, um, but they've stopped participating, most of them in a timely manner um, because they can. They know that we can't file emotions right now, but just wait until we can so we're going to go as business as usual and we have deadlines and they're supposed to be meeting the deadlines and they're failing to meet the deadlines and then they're just not even responding when we tell them to meet the deadlines and we're just making charts and lists and when the courts do start to open up again we will file our motions and be able to get them to behave once more but it really does highlight the the, imba- the fundamental imbalance between a defendant that has an insurance company representing it mm-hmm. or a big entity that is self-insured and is representing itself versus us who are representing the little people, um, our need for the court system to get justice, it really highlights that dynamic of, hey, if you're injured and you expect the insurance company to treat you fairly, well, they're not gonna unless there's a court system right. to hold them accountable. they're they're not gonna. they the the power imbalance is so severe you that know. we need that great equalizer. and with a great equalizer on pause, we're just watching a lot of bad behavior, frankly.
1: It's true. yeah. and I mean, I just i I again, I wish they would the the courts would put out some kind of guidance on what they expect litigants to be doing during this time. I I understand if that's not a priority, but certainly it would be uh, it would be helpful in in keeping the cases moving. But at a minimum, I would hope that if we have to go to the courts when they finally open and say, look, this is what we've been trying to accomplish during this time, this is the goose egg that the defense has been willing to uh, uh, cooperate with this entire time. And now we're even further behind that there would be uh, understanding that that was an unacceptable waste of time. We, you know, we time doesn't stop. I mean, we there's work that we can do. There's no excuse for you know I'm busy traveling right now. There's no excuse for I'm I have a busy commute right now. Um, almost all the work we do is at a computer, unfortunately. Um, okay, so we're not going to do site inspections. You know, we're not going to go and in, investigate a, a gym or a, a construction site. Or, you know, we're not going to do those things. But there's so much that we can do uh, that there's really no excuse. And I I hope that courts will, you know, there are court orders in place for the case schedule. Those are court orders. People forget that those are court orders. Those are deadlines that are established by the judge. And they're not excused without the consent of the judge. And I hope that that people will treat them that way.
0: Well, they're not going to treat them that way. And the way that I feel about it is... If you're a defendant insurance company if you um are a defendant in a case where you hurt somebody else or killed them Mm -hmm. and you're using this time of coronavirus to take advantage that the courts are not able to do business because we don't want judges and jurors and others to get this and potentially die then you kind of have a scummy heart i'm sorry and No judge is going to eventually be able to litig, you know, prevent you from having a moral, I don't know, epiphany that you are kind of scummy. And I just feel that people will get it all at the end. You may not feel the pain now, but if you are a person that is trying to take advantage of coronavirus to get leverage over someone that you hurt, Or killed their family survivors then you are the low you are low 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 you have to live with yourself your client has to live with itself although insurance companies don't have consciousnesses or souls but the people (laughs) that you're representing (laughs) people that you're representing supposedly the people who actually did the deeds that hurt the other people or killed them you're reflecting on and your evil soul is gonna infect everything. I, I just, I can't believe that people are taking advantage of, of coronavirus in this way, in the legal system. We're, we are supposed to uphold the sanctity of the law.
1: Right. It, I, I believe in karma and I, I, I think that it's gonna come back, uh, come back to them soon, hopefully soon.
0: I'm so mean, aren't I?
1: Can, but can, can you tell we're <laughs> bored? <laughs> I'm so mean. Is, you're not, well. You're, well.
0: But, it, but this is how I feel. I, I, I don't wanna say mean, I'm frank. I am very frank and I'm very direct. And the most aggravating thing that we are dealing with right now as plaintiff personal injury firms is watching the defendants walk all over clients that need court intervention to keep the playing level, the playing field level. I think that's horrible. It's a, it's a poor reflection on on the legal profession. It's a poor reflection upon our society that's based upon a legal framework. And I wish people would knock it off, but they won't. we're going to get long. We're going to get them later.
1: We're going to get them later, and, and we're obviously feeling withdrawals and not being able to fight things in court (laughs) but you know it it, we we still owe it to the system that we serve in to we're governed by the judicial branch we owe it to our system to be productive dang it
0: (laughs) i guess well on the good news uh of all of this uh, and i and i keep bringing it back to tech but our tech uh savviness wasn't bad before this happened uh it just keeps getting better and better we went through our second mandatory training yesterday that we had scheduled way before coronavirus came um and yeah i know um but you're more of an advanced user than other people. And some people just having the repetition, it is what it is. You know, having repetition, forcing yourself to play with a program uh, is a good exercise, even if sometimes it's not, doesn't seem like the instructor is, like, super prepared. Um, did I just say that? But yes. Well, any thoughts as we, we're going to head, we're, we're on the tail end of week three of being, isolated in our law firm. Any thoughts on what we can focus on heading into week four?
1: Oh boy. Um I'd say don't focus on the news. Um it's at best like confusing and at worst absolutely terrifying. I've noticed on Netflix that the two shows that are super popular right now are Pandemic and Outbreak, which is oh, really bizarre. Uh, but like, I, you know, so that for one, I think, uh, I just keep doing what we're doing is, is learn things that you can learn that will help you not just now, but down the road, efficiencies, like eight hours of a word class, um. But no, I mean, you know, just continuing to do what we're doing. I, I can tell you one thing. If 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 not every office is paperless now, they will be in 6 months cuz oh boy, They're if we famous. had to go to the office and get binders and bring those home, whew, Yeah, we'd be in bad shape. So, I, mean, I think
0: that's, that's I mean, that's one of the biggest irritations I've had with defense firms is that they they keep trucking their paper everywhere and they just get all in a tizzy when you're in deposition or trial and you have no paper and you're, and you're like they're like, well, we want to see the exhibit. Give us the exhibit. And we say, well, you have the exhibit. It's in your computer. Well, we want a paper copy of it. <laughs> Why? We want to be able to show it to the witness. Well, here's my iPad. They can use my iPad to see the same document.
1: Well, yeah. it's not
0: as easy. What are you talking about? I mean, they're so resistant to it. And now now they have no choice, although some people are just working from the office, you know.
1: You know what we can do, and maybe it's it'll be purely catharsis, is work on the, 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 the rules regarding non-use of paper. And just make it clear, we don't have to give you paper. There's no such thing as an original signature anymore.
0: I'm all for and, that.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, as far as staying sane, I mean, just talk to people, man. I mean, this is a good time to just It's. It, – I've been catching up with people on LinkedIn and on, on just people I haven't talked to in years just because, hey, why not? It's a good time <laughs> for it.
0: All right. Well, I know that you're working on other things, like um, we're doing demos for the office on doing deposition by Zoom and focus groups um, by Zoom, um, and we're just kind of creating different um, modules in the – office to enhance what we already do in person for the time that comes when we will return to our beautiful office in seattle and our beautiful office in hoquiam and until then i will see you during our next teleconference with or not teleconference remote recording session (laughs) with our it specialist ryan who will uh Tell people how we've done this. How we set. How he helped to set us up so that we could go. Pay, we could go remote in one day with one day notice. We went remote.
1: Do you think I need to like translate, like closed caption style translation, Ryan?
0: Oh, don't worry. We will be. We will, we will be having to definitely <laughs> translate. I I do really pretty good Ryan speak because I'm not very. Te- I'm a good user, but I'm not a good creator of tech. Mm. But so everything that he says to me, I've figured out how to dumb down so that I understand it, which makes me a pretty good translator for okay. for people in my situation. But yes, we will. We will definitely have to do some things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not a direct translation. This is a yes. OK, uh, cool. All right. Looking forward to it.
0: All right. Thanks. Bye, Andrew. Thanks. Bye. Over now.